Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight, I want to talk about making a tyrant. Now, recently, I saw the Netflix um, docuseries, Making a Tyrant. And the initial one I watched was Idi Amin. And I watched that episode first for a reason, but then I started watching them in chronological order. Like they did Hitler, then they did Saddam Hussein, Gaddafi, Stalin. They just went down the line. Interesting thing is the United States left themselves out. Mm. But another thing I noticed, though, when talking about Saddam Hussein, they seem to have left out a little known unknown fact that the United States government used to finance Saddam Hussein. How many of you guys knew that? How many of you guys knew that the United States? Well, Saddam Hussein used to work for the CIA. How many of you guys knew that? Just like Bin Laden did. Just like Bin Laden did. They, they both had code names. Just like Bin Laden did. As soon as Saddam Hussein became useless or decided not to play ball, then all of a sudden he was a tyrant. The people had to overthrow him. The people were sick and tired of him. It was always the people. So the people had to come assassinate him. Mm. Sound familiar? Because I'm, I'm going to bring it all home. Y'all know where I'm going with this. I'm going to bring it all home, and you guys, you guys know where I'm going with this based on recent events. Now, when they were talking about Gaddafi, they left out another unknown, unknown fact. That Gaddafi was saying, listen, hey, you know what? We're no longer going to be backed by the British dollar. We're no, no longer going to be backed by the United States dollar. We're going to get our money from, get our currency from gold, from the land. And then after we make this new currency, Effectively, we will be the richest nation in the world. Now, the Western colonial powers frowned upon that, of course. And they said to themselves, hell to the no. If we ever let any of these melanated people get in power over us without a fight, 
or without a quote unquote overthrow, what they call a coup de crop, a coup de coup, a coup. But it's a whole, it's a name. It, it slips my mind at the moment, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Without a coup. Same thing with Idi Amin. When Idi Amin told the British, told the Asian people, said, listen, as soon as he came into power, one of his first things he said was, listen, Asian people, you got to go back to your homeland because now this land is marked for my people. Since I'm in power, this is from Idi Amin, New Orleans. Since I'm in power, this land is now marked for my people. Just like your land is marked for yours. So we're going to give you 72 hours to get the fuck out of here. Because your presence doesn't do us any good. And at the most, it causes us a whole bunch of harm because we're not able to economically compete with you in our own land that we built and that we were born a part of. This land was meant for us. You guys have come over here. You have colonized it. You have collaborated with Western powers to seize this land. Not only to seize the land, but to exploit it. Then next thing you know, it wasn't, just, it wasn't just that though. He did that. He told him to get the fuck. So black people started competing economically over there in, uh, what was that, what was that? Either I mean, I wanna say, I wanna just give a um, African country name, but I won't, Uganda. Over there in Uganda. They said, listen. Okay, so the British came over there. British, once again, British Western colonial powers came over there. And they were like, oh, well, you know, either I mean, he told the Asians to get out of here, but you know, we still got them in our back pocket. He's still our controlled pet Negro. But when they got over there, either I mean told him, they still are mad about this to the day. Trust me, they are. They started trying to talk to either I mean, either I mean said, wait, hold up. I am the president of Uganda, the king of Uganda. You bow before me, before you're speaking. And then not only do you bow, you pledge allegiance to me. They did not like that. They did not like that. They're still mad about that. 
Then all of a sudden, now he's a tyrant. Now he's a tyrant. Now they're saying, now they're making up stories. Oh, he genocided. Have you seen the King of Scotland? Oh, they lied all up and through that movie. Have you seen the King of Scotland? They lied all through that movie. Because that's what they do. They lie about our history. They lie about people, you know, they got their mind right. They lied about Nat Turner. I seen this documentary on Nat Turner where the white people, and it was called Troublesome Property, by the way, which was disturbing within itself, but the white people talking up in that documentary, right? They was talking to they were talking like he was wrong. For chopping off their heads. When they held him captive against his will, raped his family members. Beat him and told him, hey, listen, you could only come out for church and preach to the slaves to keep them in line. Sound familiar? Anyway, not gonna go there. I'm not going there, y'all. I'm not gonna go there. I could, though. To all the, the so called Christian leaders, Listeners, I could go there. But as I was saying, these white people said, they were talking as if, oh my goodness, he chopped off the kids' heads. And I'm thinking to myself, that kid was going to grow up most likely to be just as evil as the evil bastards that raised them. You understand? That's why he got him out the paint. Because he knew no mercy when it's war, when it's wartime. Because I don't care what they told y'all. There was no good thing as this. There was no such thing as this. Good slave owners. Good hearted slave owners. They all looked at you as property. And they were all bastards. And, you know. The Turner got him out the paint, as he rightfully should have. As he rightfully should have. But as they were talking about Idi Amin, they brought up the fact that he was, he's so-called, he's supposed to have some genocidal tendencies, which struck a chord with me because I'm thinking to myself, damn, United States, when the fuck did you start caring about genocide? I mean, like you still have genocides in the United States to this day. Or black Americans. 
to this damn day. And we have uprisings as well. The only difference is we haven't made it all the way up to the White House to get the president out the paint. And I'm not saying that we should either on this broadcast. I'm just saying the difference in things like that. Which brings me to the recent assassination of the president of Haiti. Now, they're saying that a Florida doctor was arrested in Haiti for the president's murder and that he aimed to replace him. Christian Emmanuel Sanon, a Haitian doctor based in Florida, was arrested in connection with Haitian President Jovenel Moise's assassination. You guys, I'm here to say that that's bullshit. I'm here to say that out of thin air, the United States government what they will do is they will manufacture tyrants. First, they'll fund them like they did this president when they want them to be their puppet and do their bidding. But as soon as these people do not play ball, then they end up assassinated, murdered. Some kind of way, somebody black is going to be the suspect. Hell, look what they did to Michael Jackson. Look what they did to Michael Jackson. As soon as Mike said, listen, I'm holding on to this damn catalog. Next thing you know, some random doctor that wasn't a foundation of black American. Killed them. Murdered them. You want to know how I know he murdered them? Because that's what the fuck he went to trial for. Manufacture tyrants out of thin air. As soon as they don't want to play ball anymore, all of a sudden, not a public enemy number one. Oh, and a little known fact about Saddam Hussein and um, Bin Laden, things like that. When they're working for the CIA, do you want to know who the head of the CIA was? Hmm? One George H. W. Bush. He was also head of the CIA during the Iran-Contra scandal. Mm. Him and Oliver North were best buddies. Mm. Mm. Then we got white people trying to get confused about, oh man, how do they get drugs in the how do they get drugs in this country? Man, you know how the fuck they get drugs in the country. I ran counter scandal. We already told you. The government put it up in here. 
They get their peace. The only problem happens is when black people become millionaires. And then black people could start funding their neighborhoods, which they never do for whatever reason. But but you know, shout out to Frank Matthews, because I think he was he was one of the only ones that really played the game how it's supposed to go. But and I really want to do a movie on I want to do a script. I'm writing a script on Frank Matthews. I'm gonna write that I'm gonna write that script. But anyway. These guys, these guys, it only becomes a problem when you're dealing drugs. We were on the drug thing. When black people become millionaires and billionaires, then you can financially ward off white supremacy. You can fight white supremacy then. That's the only time it becomes a problem. That freeway Ricky Ross, shout out to him. Melvin from Baltimore. Little Melvin from Baltimore, shout out to him. But that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes illegal. That's when it becomes illegal. They make tyrants out of thin air. I keep using the word tyrant, and I'm assuming that my listeners are smart enough to know what that means, but I'm going to go ahead and define tyrant for you right now. It's a cruel and oppressive ruler. Tyrant. T-Y-R-A-N-T. Okay? Now, I'm just assuming that y'all is already smart enough to know that, though. I'm assuming that. No shame if you didn't, but I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume because the way these schools set up, you know, I get it. I get it. The way social media is set up, I get it. Oh, and another thing I want to discuss too before I got out of, got out of, out of here. I seen a video uh, that um, got Los Angeles here in the dinos on Social media, like on IG Live. This guy died. He got shot up. Gasping for air. It's really sad. And I'm talking about like I'm so um, desensitized to murder and seeing people die that I I wasn't even bothered by it. It was it's, it's, it's very disturbing that it doesn't even bother me anymore because I see it so much. It's very disturbing to me. But what I'm seeing is a trend of a whole bunch of people want to be on the internet, dropping their location. Some of the some of the biggest gangsters in the history of life who I've talked to allegedly They've told me, they said, listen, Tyrus would never be on the internet. I don't know how I know, allegedly. But they said we would never be on the internet. Talking no crazy stuff, dropping our location. I'm talking about some of the hardest people you ever want to meet. 
They said they would never do that. They down the rest to die. Or try to prove how hard they are. But we got too many young dudes trying to do that. And it's very unfortunate what happened to this kid, man. And I feel old as hell because the, the guy was 21 years old. And I'm calling him a kid. I feel old as hell. But it's very unfortunate what happened. I'm here to tell you, man, you ain't got to be all wild with it. If you're a gangster, okay. That's cool. Everybody ain't got to know that. Everybody should know that, as a matter of fact. That prevents you from getting arrested, and that prevents you from getting killed. Hmm. Man. But anyway. I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. You guys have a good night.